wave them like you just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh, yeah. Yo, 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 it's the Minnesota Sports Variety Show. It's your host, Eric Grady, and my other host, David Zeller, on the ones and twos. Uh, what's our what's our saying? We got uh, opinions, and now we got a platform? Platform, yep. All right, yep, got all right. Got my, my fibro fog going strong today. Uh, we were kind of just both commiserating that, that we're a little tired. I had a soccer game today I hadn't played in two weeks, so um, I'm, I'm pretty banged up. Uh, did you did you get a run around this uh, fine weekend yeah, at all? Y- yeah, I played uh, soccer yesterday, uh, futsal for like an hour and a half. Uh, then I had a party, so I got like twenty five thousand steps yesterday. Uh, oh, nice. And then, and then I played ultimate today, and I, I biked both to and it was I played over at Lake Nokomis, which is about a uh, twelve miles from my house, so I biked there and back. And then played about an hour and a half of Ultimate Frisbee uh, in between that. So I'm uh, I'm ready to go to bed. Basically. Yeah, no, I hear you. We've been we've been go, go, go. We had my wife's family um, in town from Chicago yesterday. So we were at um, well, first I got new phones. So I did that all morning on Saturday morning at Target. And then I met up with them in Victoria at the borough and they were playing all the games and everything. It's a really, really fun place for anybody in the um, western part of the suburbs. Um, and then, uh, we went over to her other sister's house up in, um, Maple Grove to see the baby who's like, I think like seven months now. And, uh, that was fun. So then uh, me and, um, Kyle, the, 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 um, brother-in-law played some pool and then, um, and then I watched the rest of, uh, Dirty Dancing. So it's been, it was jam packed. And then today was church and then watching football with the fam. And then I had soccer and then it was my brother, Matt's uh, 42nd birthday dinner. So my mom made some really killer beef stew. So yeah, I feel like we pa- packed in a lot this weekend. That's for sure. Get Have you gotten a new phone recently? Uh, no, I think my phone's like seven, six years old now. I don't know. It, it's it's gotten better. It definitely like with that smart switch and things, it's not, it's not yeah. as pain in the ass it used to be, but I'm also like, have a little bit of like an OCD slash like I just like things the way that they were so like probably most people would just be like oh it's fine but like I want everything exactly like how it was you know which <laughs> yeah. is kind of t- is kind of tedious and then yeah. also like only like half of the apps like log you in with like the like password the samsung like backup like i would click into them someone would just go right in like my work email i thought oh for sure i'm gonna be on the phone on like monday doing all my like work stuff and like multi-factor authentication all this shit nope just booted all right up but then there was like other apps that like i couldn't get into it like locked me out of tiktok i mean just like stupid shit but it was just still like annoying you know but uh anyways sounds sounds like your phone was trying to do you a service there my friend i know uh... i know seriously Seriously. No, no, I've I'm so I'm the I, I actually I need to get a new phone and I'm the only I'm the only one of my family who's not uh on an iPhone. Like literally my, yeah. my wife's family all of my yeah. wife's family on iPhones. My wife's uh, mo- an iPhone. Like, lady almost too. all of my family on iPhones. Like uh there's only like one other per- family member that I actually talk to that's not on an iPhone and so I'm kind of like I should just I should just next time I get a new phone I'm a something Samsung Galaxy person and Same. I love my I, have I love forever. I love my Galaxy man like I like I like how it, I like I know where things are. Then, well, yeah. Do we love it up. or we just like the we know it right? Like exactly. Know. Well, yeah. you know, there's there's apps like I'm sure like yeah. that everything on my phone on my Galaxy Play Store will like transfer over. So it's I feel like there's gonna be like a big ass. So I'm when I next time I go to the uh, the 
T-Mobile store, I'm going to ask, like, how big of a pain of the ass is it to shift all of my data from one phone well, to another the guy phone told me it was going to take 30 minutes, right? And then it okay. took me two and a half hours. So, but also I, there was stuff I could have done at home. Right. So like he was like, well, you can just do the rest of this at home. And I was like, no, we made an appointment to come in the store because I want to be here in case something goes sideways for you to help right. me. Like, yeah, I probably could have figured this out like at home on my own. So, uh, right. you know, I bought the guy a coffee and it was it was fine. And but um, and then and then everything was set up. But then I spent probably another hour, hour, two hours, like putting everything in the exact locations, like putting all my notes back, like making sure I could log into all the apps I use and stuff. So definitely, it was like a, definitely like a half day process, <laughs> but I feel like in years past, it was like a couple of days. So I think it's gotten easier, but I don't know. I also, I'm a heavy user of my phone, right? Like, you know, yeah, I had like 265 apps or some nonsense. So anyways, yeah, no, we're going good. We got the 23. It's a tiny bit smaller, this Galaxy 23. It kind of fits in your hand a little better. I run right now okay. with my phone in my hand. So it's kind of nice. I need to get a whatever, like a Garmin or a smartwatch or something. But I'm just, uh, anyway, I'll get around to it eventually. But all right, well, let's get into some sports. So right on. Um, yeah. yeah, it's been it's been cool and rainy around here. It was beautiful today. But um, I went on Tuesday night to, um, I, I'm a graduate alumnus of Eden Prairie, as we talked about. So some of the kids I coached are um, seniors now. When they were 10, 11, I coached them. This is their senior year. So they were in um, sections. So they had the quarterfinals for sections. It was a great game. Um, Eden, it was Eden Prairie, Prior Lake. Um, I knew some people on both sides there. Uh, Eden Prairie was like really on the front foot for the whole first half. There wasn't really a ton of quality chances either way. It was pretty quiet first half. Um, second half, Eden Prairie put the pressure on more. They had a really nice run all the way to the touchline, pullback cross, and, uh, you know, the, they popped it home, and we were all cheering and, you know, going crazy. And then a bunch of the defenders started running over to the AR, and they were saying um, it looked like they were gesturing to their hand, like there was a handball, there was a handball. I didn't see anything that approximated a handball, and I don't think the center ref did either. And so the center ref finally went over, talked to the AR, and I guess maybe the AR saw it, but he didn't signal it right away. So it was going to be pretty controversial if that was the winner. But um, so it, then right after that, uh, pretty soon after that, Prior Lakes comes down and scores, and it's like, oh no, this is not good. But then um, there was 15 minutes to go. Eden Prairie um, scored the go-ahead, uh, scored with a flicked header, and then another he header into the net, and then they scored the go-ahead goal. Um, just really, really scrappy with about four or five minutes. And then they just like hung on for dear life. And, uh, then Thursday night I went to see queen. Um, so I would have gone to the game. Um, they played Edina, but it was kind of cold and rainy. So, um, kind of glad I was watching a fun concert instead, but they did lose one zero, but Edina was the two seed. So they were the higher seed and they played them tight. So anyway, good season, uh, to all my, you know, um, ex, uh, students of the game on there, you know, good luck in, in college on to, to bigger and better things. So it was, it was fun, fun season. I'm glad I got to make it to a couple of games. So, uh, it's yeah, really, yeah. I was really impressed with like the athleticism and the, um, just, just the strength of, you know, how high they jump and just like, um, how far away they can shoot from. It's just, man, kids are, kids are bigger, faster, stronger for sure. It's wild. So, <laughs> um, anyway, on to some sad news. Our, our Twinkies, uh, our Twinkies went down. Um, I don't know if we, if we jinxed them with our, our playoff spectacular or what, but, um, it was, uh, it was, it was rough. It was, uh, it was a shellacking in game three. We had Sonny yeah. Gray versus Christian Javier and, um, yeah, anyway, it, I don't know how, detailed we want to get into it but eh, we didn't I mean, uh yeah 
we we, yeah, had, we he walked seven we didn't we didn't score in any of them and yeah we don't, you know don't Kepler and Royce had big strikeouts and nine one was the final um yeah yeah I don't know did you catch any of um yeah we don't have to spend a ton of time talking about these games the, obviously they yeah they they uh did not show up for game three um which was really disappointing and then game four uh, they um, obviously they go up one nothing in the first inning off the Royce Lewis home run, uh, and then it's just like Jose Abreu and Jordani Alvarez, um, as we talked about in the first after we did our first the the, the episode earlier this week, just you know um, going to it. So um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was too bad. It was fun yeah. to have playoff baseball at least, and yeah. You know, yeah, that uh, game four, what was it? Three, it was 3-0 Astros. Uh, Abreu has third home run in two days. And then Julian came in, hit a two-run homer, and it was 3-2. And and it was no. close, right? And No. Was that? No. Game game four, was it was one nothing Twins. Uh, and then uh, the uh, Astros went ahead. Um, and then uh, Eduardo Julian hits a, hit a home run in, like, the sixth inning, I think, to make it 3-2. Ah, and then, gotcha. gotcha. And then, we, and then, we, then there's, like, we lost, like, like 15 straight batters went down. Uh, I think 11 Jesus. of them were were, sw- were strikes, were strikeouts. So yeah, it was. And just, there was it some was... controversy about what was pinch uh, pinching Buxton. Was that the controversial uh, no, he, move? No, I mean it wasn't really controversial at all. Like he they needed a uh, uh, his bat, and he so he he actually he pinch hit. He struck out, um, unfortunately. Uh, but then or no, he popped out. He popped. I think he popped out to like the first baseman. But then he actually went out and played the eight, the top of the ninth inning in out in center field. So that was a, you know, slightly reassuring thing for, yeah it should be a reassuring future. thing for twins fans. Yeah. But who knows? He also had surgery after or announced that mm. he had surgery after the, after the season was over. So, um, you know, he wants to be as healthy as possible. And so it sounds like he needed something else, you know, throughout the year. And the fact that he was evil, even able to give us the amount of at bats that he did is, is kind of maybe a, a miracle, but um, yeah, hopefully twins just re- rest and, and reload. Sonny Gray's out of a contract, so yeah, um, I was just about to a, say that. Yeah. They need a new, they need a, a number, a new number two, and and maybe even a number three pitcher. Um, you know, if the the and, and Michael Taylor's out of contract too, so if they unless they think Byron Buxton can go, you know, 120 games in center field, they might need a center fielder oh, as well. So yikes, yeah, there are some there are some holes for the twins to be filling in uh, this off season. So. I thought it was a little disappointing that that Royce didn't uh, didn't swing at the end there to go down looking. Just kind of, I know you know it may look a little off, but you got to pr- protect the plate with a three-two count. It's just uh, I don't. I, I always uh, I'm just kind of a proponent the, of if it's close, the la- swing the bat. But the la- the last at bat of the game. Yeah. That was that was Kepler. That wasn't Royce Lewis. Oh, that was Kepler. Yeah, it was Kepler. Oh my bad. Yeah. But did did Royce go down right before that? He did. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, well, I get yeah, I guess I just ex- like he he was the big knocker in the in the one. So I guess I was just putting all my eggs in his basket, kind of, which probably isn't the right thing to do. But he, he did have an electric series. I mean, he was it was a lot of the players stepped up, but in particular, he was great. So, I mean, that was the most baseball that that I've watched in a while. Um, you know, I should have taken some some closer notes. But, um, yeah, it, so I think if we have good pitching in the future and you, you can get the bats going, I mean, they showed that they could hang with some of these really good teams. So that's, that's promising yeah. for the future. They, just, they, they need, they need a, a big bat. They need a, like a big right-handed bat basically. And then, um, 
and then yeah, we'll see figure out the, what the pitching situation is. I don't. There's no reason the Twins can't be top of the division next year as well. So um, let's go. Even, even if they even if they don't do much of anything, um, but I think they can make some moves. So we'll see. And well, we'll have to is, check out some more games. I did enjoy when we went. I, I do yeah. like being at baseball games. I think I just really like the vibes. It's uh yeah. Reminds me of being a kid and like going to Wrigley and just the hot dog. You know, I, I never eat like a hot dog anywhere, but I just like love them at baseball games and just, mm-hmm. just the ambiance I think is fantastic. All right. Well, let's do it. So well, let's move on. Uh, twin season's over. So now it's, it's a lot of your, uh, a lot of your uh, purple, purple people. Yes. Eaters. Yes. And it, and it was, uh, it was a good day today when we were crafting this, I wasn't sure when we were going to record and I was kind of saying, Oh man, you, you, you gotta beat the bears, right? They're one of the, the dregs of the league. And, we're definitely going to be sellers if they lose. This might be the last time you see Daniil and KJ and a few of the guys. So um, they they did hold on. It was uh, it was a little tighter than I think that they they would have liked. What was the final like? I actually left to go play soccer in the second half, but I think it was 1913. I want to say something like that. But uh, cl- closer closer than it should have been. Um, it, the the main thing that I want to see is like the younger players making progress. Like. Is KJ Osborne stepping up? Is Addison stepping up? Like Metellus, these guys, and and there was some big plays. Um, I I did not see the Metellus hit because uh, I was playing soccer, but my family told me that it was a really nice hit. I think he had two quarterback hits or sacks in this game, and this was uh, he hit the backup quarterback. Justin Fields got got hurt. That I know for sure because uh, I have him in one of my fantasy leagues. I had him in one, and I was playing against him in the other, so it was kind of like you want him to do like, okay, you know, or whatever. But so then when he got hurt, I was like, well, I have a chance of winning this one, but now I'm screwed on the other. So, um, you know, I never, I never root for injuries, but, uh, you know, yeah, (laughs) right. So one thing I was thinking going into this game, you know, maybe it's not the worst thing if we keep losing, like I saw, we had a mock draft with us taking may with the fourth pick, but also like, it's, it's hard to tank. Like you want to win as like a fan, when you're playing, especially when you're playing like your rivals, like the Bears and the Packers, like it's hard to think about the long term like implications. You want to win like that day and be happy, right? You know, it's like everybody, they're competitive, like we're competitive and you want to win. So, anyways, um, there there was a lot of highlighting of KJ Osborne. I heard this morning um Paul Allen say that he took the JJ spot running his route. So he basically took like the X receiver role. And so he was getting the first look in most of the the plays and the progression chart. So he saw a lot of action today. I don't know if the team maybe is trying to highlight him too for a potential trade. Uh, apparently a lot of teams need wide receivers. Um, I heard on the radio this week, uh, there was a battle of long field goals. I think our guy missed a 57 yarder, but he's been really good. Greg Joseph, it was a little windy out there. Um, my family described the game to me when I came home as a comedy of errors. Um, um, I did see there was almost one there was turnover by Kirk where he did like a backward pass and it was a live ball. And I really thought that the guy had trapped it on the sideline, but apparently like his right foot was out of bounds. So he got kind of lucky there. Um, Hawk had another drop. Um, he had several nice catches that I saw. Um, we called a timeout in the right spot before the half ended. So that, that, that was some good progression uh, out of KOC and Kirk that they just didn't let the time fucking run out at them. Like they're wont to do occasionally. Uh, Jordan Addison had a nice tutty. Um, again, um, I talked about the Metellus, um, hit their backup quarterback. I can't even remember what his name was. He played for like a college I had never heard of either. Um, it was something called like 
Stetson or something. I, I don't know. But he fumbled, and then um, Hicks, uh, Jordan Hicks scooped and scored. So that was really cool. Um, then my family said that there was a very strange grounding call that went through C.J. Ham's hands and that it was bullshit, and they think that basically Vegas was just trying to keep the line close. And um, my brother Matt wants to be quoted <laughs> as saying, this is the best 2-4 and four team the NFL has ever seen. It's not even close. Don't write them off yet. It ain't over. So we'll see how that um, ends up in posterity. Um, I don't know. Did you hear about any of this? Any any thoughts on your your two and four purple people leaders? Um, only in so much as I saw people talking about trading Kirk Cousins, and sounds like that's not going to happen now. So no, because he uh, he yeah. he won't waive his no trade clause. I guess he he told the media so that that seems very unlikely. Um, I said the Gophers were uh, mercifully on by. We have number twenty one um, Iowa next week. So who just beat Ra-ra, Wisconsin? Skyima. They just beat Wisconsin. <laughs> I think fifteen to nine or fifteen to six or something like that. So. They like um, to keep it low. <laughs> the slugfest of uh, against Iowa coming up. Oh God! Uh, yeah, are they are they in are they are they at Kinnick? Are they down in uh, in uh, Iowa City or are they up here? Uh, do you know? I, I think it's in Iowa. I thought I thought okay. it was, but um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that yeah, is, they, I, that is quite ahead. possibly the. So I spent some time down in Iowa City uh, working yeah. when I was working on campaigns. Um, in Iowa, the days. Well, I should say like basically the. 48 hours before Iowa home football games uh, until about the 24 hours after the game is over is probably the drunkest I've ever seen a city <laughs> uh, of, of any sort of respute, like, you know, respectable size. So like Iowa city is not huge, right? It's not, it's not Minneapolis or St. Paul, but you know, it's a decent sized city. It's lots. That's the drunkest I've ever seen a city uh, ever. Uh, and that, I think that was like Iowa versus so it was like, it was fucking, it was some like, I don't even think it was a division one. It was like a football, you know, non-bowl subdivision school or whatever. So yeah, that's a uh, fun. You know, fun, fun, a lot fun. of these towns, there's not a ton to do, right? It's pretty much like, yeah, uh, it's like Iowa, college, man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, college football in general is pretty bad, but yeah, I, um, I can't say that, uh, I'm too, too shocked there. I think the funny thing with Iowa is um, their offense has been so anemic over the last couple of years that the coach, uh, Kirk Ferentz or whatever, or his son, who is the offensive coordinator, I can't remember which, but somebody in their contract, I think Kirk Ferentz is on like a $7 million a year contract, but one of theirs has big escalators if they can score over like 25 points per game because the fans have been so like annoyed by this anemic offense. So like literally that that college football um, podcast that I listened to like tracks how close he is to like getting his bonus like every week and stuff because uh, I thought that's just kind of comical. You don't usually see yeah. such specific like offensive well, goals I mean, in the in the contracts. But. <laughs> I, I, Iowa's, Iowa's punter was uh, was caught gambling betting unders on Iowa football games because he knew how <laughs> shit ass their offense was. So, anyways, all right. Well, hopefully they. Hopefully the Gophers beat Iowa. I don't think we've beaten Iowa in quite some time, so that would be no. fun to bring back Floyd of Rosedale. So, um, yeah, the pig. Yep, and then uh, yeah, and then the, the loons. Yeah, uh, not much to report. Uh, lots of, like no. six of them are on international duty. Um, I haven't heard anything bad about any of it, so uh, just we'll see you guys on Saturday. And then yeah, so Saturday we should uh, we probably won't record before uh, that game, but um, no, loons basically need to win. Uh, and they need help uh, for to get into the playoffs. They don't need a ton of help. They need uh, basically one of three teams to 
uh, either draw or lose. Um, assuming that the balloons win, which is probably the the uh, hardest part of that equation, if you're if you're yeah you know, if we're being fair here. The record um, there has been pretty rough, right? Yep, down in Kansas City, they've never won in the regular season. They won yeah. one win there, and it was uh, in the playoffs in 2020 That's in right. the COVID That's the COVID right. season. COVID uh, season. Yeah, they've never they've never won or drawn in Kansas City, and they need and they oh, need to win. Strange. That's huh. they need, absolutely need to win that game there. So, um, and then what well, that happens, then they need at least yeah, I said one of three teams so to lose or draw, which is a good possibility. Of one of the yeah, three. that that piece of it, I feel like isn't so bad it's the we've never won in whatever it is eight if, tries or if, here's the thing if, if we win if we win and all th- three of those teams draw oh, we, would fi- we would finish in seventh place we would be in the, oh, in the main playoffs um or yeah win or lose sorry draw or lose right because that's because yeah we'll we'll top everybody on goal differential and we'll have everybody tied on wins so yeah it's a <laughs> it's a crazy set of affairs so um it is. if you're Look, if you're a fan of chaos, uh, Saturday night uh, on Apple TV Plus, MLS uh, or MLS Live or whatever. So, cool. Well, yeah, we'll be looking forward to that. Um, Wild got off to the start in their season. Uh, they won their first game. I read about how tremendous the goaltending was, and then um, unfortunately they lost the second game Saturday night, seven four to the Leafs. Uh, real barn burner there. Um, I didn't get a chance to read the uh, the gamer, but. Once the wild get going here, I usually follow, follow the wild pretty closely. So I'm sure that uh, we will have a lot more wild news for you um, in the future. Um, I did watch, a, wanted to mention this just really briefly. Uh, I watched a crazy, like Colorado has been playing a lot of Friday nights, it feels like. So they kind of pretty much have that like primetime lockdown coach prime on, on primetime. Right. Um, I, I just was basically, I wasn't watching it. I was just watching, I don't know, a TV show or something, but. And it was 29-0, and uh, they were winning, and they showed this picture of Prime, just ear-to-ear smile or whatever. And all of a sudden, I start seeing on Twitter, like, 29-13, like, 29-16, and they're just creeping back. And I'm like, okay, this could get interesting. And um, I went over to the game, and there were some really interesting things that were occurring in it is that Colorado is, like, the number one defensive back in the country, basically his name is um, Hunter and he also plays both ways. He plays receiver and, uh, and cornerback. He's not as like high of a um, prospect on the offensive side of the ball, but he's still very good. He had 12 receptions for 140 yards and two touchdowns. And then as the game started to slip away, he was getting burned a lot. And they're saying like, he's probably tired from playing so much like this, you know, from playing so great on offense, this yeah. is kind of why players typically play on one side of the ball or the other, right? So, um, and it was really this kid, um, uh, Elick Ayo Manor, um, the, the Stanford quarterback, Ashton Daniels and him just started connecting. Um, apparently he's a, is a wide receiver from Canada. He only had two targets in the first half, didn't catch either of them. Then all of a sudden in the second half, dude goes bananas, 13 for 15 for 294 yards. One was a slant where um, his, uh, Prime's one of Prime's sons who's on the team, Shiloh Sanders, got smoked for a 97-yard tutty. And then um, basically the Cardinals just started having life. And uh, and then again, um, A.O. Manor took one 60 yards over um, Hunter. And then he also had this crazy like ESPN highlight reel catch where basically they were saying like he mossed him where – he like grabbed the ball, kind of pinned it like behind his shoulder, and then like pulled it to the over the side of his helmet while the defender was like face guarding him. So it was it was a really I, I retweeted it on my Twitter account, but it was a it was a sick catch. Um, and 
they seven of his 133 yards were on this and two touchdowns were when he's covered by the best corner in the country. So it was a really, really interesting game. I ended up having to go to bed because this game went to overtime <laughs> and it was like 1 a.m. or something. And I was like, uh, I'm going to bed. And it ended up being 46, 43 and double o- overtime. Um, they lost. So uh, they I saw a funny meme where they kind of had the happy prime at halftime and then the sad prime at the end of the game. So um, I don't know. The Colorado has been fun to watch. Um, this year. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. They're not nothing. If not entertaining, that's for, that's for damn sure. So. <sighs> well, I think that's it for, for sports, unless you have any other uh, sporting things that I missed on. Um, Absolutely not. No. What's uh, let's hit some variety. Let's hit some variety. Okay. I did not have time to watch the um, Veep episode. So I want to save that for next week because I, I was kind of reading about this and there's like been like an actual people have quoted this episode in Congress and stuff. So I need, I need to do a little bit more research on this. So I think we'll save this for, for next week. And we're also not quite at daylight saving. So we have a little bit of time, but um, so I think kind of our, the first thing I wanted to start with that's been on, um, been on our, our list for a little while here is, um, is public universities um, funding them to be included with our tax dollars. Uh, I guess the the context here is, well, for one, my school payment started for the first time this month, which isn't a big deal, but it got me thinking like a lot of people in our age who had kids in like their mid to late 20s, their kids are approaching college age now. So they're starting to get, you know, nervous about, did I save enough, da, 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 da. Well, like one of my friends I was talking to recently, like has saved like $30,000, but you know, his child, might want to go to sounds like wants to go to a private school that's less than like one year of what a private school is now even with public universities um i studied abroad in france for one year and i was just really shocked when i was there that i was actually at a private school but we shared facilities with a public university so we had like lunch with them and everything and so i met a lot of people from the public school and they were paying basically nothing like a lot of websites i read said well they they have some some charges they have some like minor fees and like administrative fees and when i looked into it it was under like 200 dollars a year like that's probably like mm. what it costs to get like the application fee at one of our universities right. or whatever yeah. Now, yeah france is kind of an outlier that's like the lowest one the average in the eu was about 3,000 euros which is on par with the dollar right now so but still i mean three thousand dollars is about 20 is about 20 to 25 percent of what uh, in-state U.S. tuition is, right? I, I was I yeah. saw different figures anywhere from like 11 to 14k, but let's just call it 13,000. You're it's 75 percent less in the EU. Your your thoughts? Yeah, no, man. Um, I yeah, 100 percent agree. We should be publicly funding um, fun, funding publicly uh, public universities. Um, you know, I. I yeah, someone who went to both. I went to both a private, private uh, and public uh, universities, and I was able to go to private school mostly because my parents worked there. Um, and like my dad was the baker, my mom worked for the facilities management <clears throat> office, and I was able to, you know, afford to go to a, a, a private university. Uh, and then I got, you know, I left there, and and because it was not for me, and went to a bigger public university, and got to do both. And the I think we, you know, this is the 
a bunch bigger topic too, kind of talking about like student loan debt and what was, you know, what we should reasonably expect to, um, you know, could publicly write off or whatever. But I think encouraging kids to uh, attend university, or, you know, attend school and some whatever capacity, whether it's, you know, university, college, junior college, trade schools, post, you know, uh, post high school stuff, um, the better. And if we can afford to pay for it and, and you know, that is a good idea. Yeah. And, and, and I agree with you. And I, I think that, um, community college, trade school, those should almost be completely included with our taxes it, it, to me. Now for a larger like university level, I think having some stake in the game might be beneficial. I don't know if we need to go to the France model where it's completely included. I can see having some sort of you know, just the same way that we pay 20% of our health care, which is, it's a bad example because that, you, you know, you ha you need that to live versus this, but a lot of things in life, there is some sort of share, share the pain, share the game types of situation. And I think there is something to be said to have some financial stake in these types of big decisions, but even at 20, 25% of, you know, even if it's, let's call it $15,000 and you have to pay three grand, like that's something that somebody can work part-time and like do. And also that's not going to kill you in debt. And it's just, it's just crazy coming out of school and some of these entry level jobs, you know, that you get with, and, and we're, and we're just talking about in-state tuition. I mean, you go out of state, you can pay double this and we won't even get into to private school, but you know, you come out yeah. of school and you're, you're 80 grand in debt and it's just, it's not good it's not just a bad decision for the person. It's not good for society. It's not right. good to have, you know what I'm saying? It's it's not good for the growth of our economy. It's not good for for us as a country. And um and, and that debt is like impossible to write off. It's not like if you get into business debt, you can go bankrupt and restructure and you'll, you know, be able to start another business in a few years or whatever. Oh, you know, but you cannot get out from under that that public education debt. And so, yeah, it's, um, I, I think, I think this model is just unsustainable, how expensive it is and that something in the future is going to have to budge because, right. um, <clears throat> we're competing on a, on a global level. And if you have an entire continent that has a better model than you, then like, how are you going to be competitive? So I don't know if it's going to be anytime <laughs> soon, but I think, um, I, I don't think it has to be all or nothing, but I think it has to be a little more sensible personally. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I think we, there definitely needs to be better. Uh, um, yeah, there needs to be solutions for the, what we're going through right now, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's a scary proposition. You got your kid like coming towards college age and it's like, you don't, you know, you can only do what you can do, but you don't want to put this mountain of debt on them. It's yeah. Anyway. Um, so I want to do a little, little entertainment stuff. Uh, just the other night I saw queen at the dinner theater, the queen cover band. Um, they also do pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. They said that are coming up soon. Um, they, they, they were really good. Um, one singer in particular, I really liked the other, the other guy was solid too, but, um, uh, it's a really nice venue at the concert series. It's, I don't know, maybe just a couple hundred people in there that the sound quality is really good it's 40 bucks for the show like i think 60 with the dinner but i, I highly recommend it i've seen like the eagles there the uh, 80s 90s like uh hair band like whatever one i saw yeah. uh, the tom petty one's phenomenal but this is probably the second okay. best one that i've seen but um yeah if, if you really like pink floyd or led zeppelin like check them out for sure um songs that i really liked by queen that i had kind of forgotten was like the um, Killer Queen the, that's been stuck in my head for a few days, uh, Mary Antoinette, and um, the Under Pressure with the, you know, dun, 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 dun. 
And um, I, I, I vaguely knew the bicycle song, but I did not. That that song was oh, cracking me up, man. I love. I want yeah. to Fat ride bi- my bicycle. Yeah. 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 It was funny. For sure. But one thing that I noticed is that commercials have kind of ruined some of their songs for me. Like one of the songs came on, I was like, wait a second. I thought this was just the jingle for like Norwegian Cruise Lines. I did not even know this was a Queen song. And then um, uh, it's like the I want to break free or whatever, you know, yeah. and then um, the don't stop me now. I-, I knew that that was a Queen song, but I was like, God, this is like making me like want to buy a car or something. And I looked it up and there's so many commercials that play that song. So I don't know. It's just I think it's kind of annoying when like good music gets so overly commercialized you know these guys yeah but these guys are art i mean they have to make money like so they they don't what are you know they this is the thing they produce so they get the chance to make money off of it so i mean yeah it i do i agree with you it it really sucks that that happens but like i also like can't super begrudge them of you know trying to make sure that now if this is like they're getting like a want just a slightly bigger car well then fuck them but i'm, I'm guessing it's probably <laughs> so, uh, probably something I, I think a lot of times it's the it's like the estate though and the families like he passed on long ago so it's not like you know if, you know freddie's making the call on this well, or whatever the, it's... Well, the, but yeah but freddie's not yeah there's three others three brian may and three you know two other living band members um and i'm sure that, um, you know there's yeah it's you know, whoever was in charge of the state didn't want this stuff to be happening. It wouldn't probably be happening. So, so it's everybody's everybody's at fault here, bud. So it's fine. I get it. I'm I'm pro business. You know, it's just it's just kind of sad. I just I think sometimes the songwriters that's not like what they envisioned, right? So whatever it it is what it is. Um, okay, I did I did watch the movie that you suggested, Dirty Dancing. I, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I love the music. I thought you know the acting was was really good. Swayze's great. Um, the plot was solid. It kind of like it had vibes of it a little bit like Caddyshack, just from the the aspect of like the staff versus the members that kind of mismatch of like the footing that you're on. And then also there's a really good show called the um, Amazing Miss Maisel that has a very yep. similar situation where they're at a resort in the Catskills. That's that's very similar vibes to that. Um, yeah, it was really good. I thought the dancing was pretty like sensual for 1963. Like I would not have known that in the cats up in the Catskills at these like summer camps they were doing this hot mambas and and all this stuff after they oh, yeah, finished man. the day playing croquet <laughs> or whatever. So yeah. Yeah, it was good. Really, really good dancing sequences. Um, you know, is a little bit, uh, a, a little over the top that she learned to be this like amazing dancer in like three days. But that's like a movie, you know, whatever. The the end got a little <laughs> bit melodramatic, like, but you know, overall, I thought it was very good. Um, I really like the chemistry between Swayze and oh, I'm sorry, I forgot the actress's name. She's famous. Ugh. Brain fart. Um, Gen- but Jennifer what is Gray. It? Jennifer Gray. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. and, okay. uh, I, and I, and I had misremembered as from when I was a kid, that line, the, I thought she had said it, nobody puts baby in the corner. I had forgotten that Swayze says it as he goes to grab her. So another, oh. another reason why people are bad, um, eyewitnesses, right. I would, have I would have testified to the wrong, the wrong yeah. situation there, but okay. So I've got a movie for you. If you, if you have well, time, I just, yes, <clears throat> let me, but I, I want to talk Go about yeah, yeah. dirty dancing. So this, yes. So Eric watches movie kind of on my behest. Cause this is one of my all time favorite movies. Um, I've seen, I have like, I have several, I think I have several DVD versions of it. Um, the, like one of the originals and then like a 25th anniversary edition. And then, um, yeah, back in, I can't remember when it was, must've been 
was shortly after Anna and I started dating, there was they actually had a um, <clears throat> the the author of the like the the book the tr- like the tree the book treatment this is based on came and talked about it, and then she was like she coordinated the director and everything. So, um, thank you for watching this movie, man. I really I really appreciate it. And uh, now, do you appreciate why I love Dirty Dirty Dancing? Yes. Yeah. I thought it was quite good. And I think the, um, as a testament to that, if somebody else like wanted to watch it, like if Aria was like, Oh, I'd, I'd want to watch dirty dance. And I'd be, I would be like, uh, Oh, I'll watch that with you. Like I don't watch yeah. like many things multiple times. And the fact that I'd be like, Oh yeah, hell yeah. I'd watch it again. It, it means it was a pretty, pretty damn solid movie All right. because I'm not, right. I'm not one to really rewatch movies too often anymore. So yeah. 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 Now, yeah. Good stuff. You're, Real good now stuff. You're giving me, you're giving me a movie. Yeah. Yeah. This one's kind of a, kind of a real mind fuck. Um, uh, Christian Bale is great in it. He has to lose, like he lost so much weight. They were like afraid for like his health. It's really, really kind of real psychological, interesting one. So I, I, I'm a, I I like kind of a little bit weird movies and this one's kind of weird. So, um, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Let me, let me know what you think. It's not, so, so yeah, it's not quite you, like Fight Club weird, but it's in the it's in the you know, <laughs> it's it's the machinist, the machinist. Yes. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you said it. So I think it's yes. on I think it's on uh, Paramount Plus uh, or Amazon Prime Video. So I think I have access to this one. So I will I will do my best, uh, and I'll let you know later in the week if I if I can watch it before next before next we record. But I will I will do my best to watch it and take notes and give you uh, my review of the movie um, when uh, next when I next. After I see it, so. Cool, cool. Cool, thanks. Um, and then uh, just really quickly, um, I am watching a good TV show. My parents recommended this, and I was kind of surprised because it's it's focuses the the heroine of the show is a, is a rapper, is a, um, a Roma um, traveler rapper, and uh, it's it's quite good. Um, they are, and when the show opens, they're living in a trailer in Wales, and they kind of get They've been kind of outcast from the family, and they get called back um, to the the wealthy family's kind of estate in in Poland, and they're trying to get back into the good graces of the family. And the mom's sick of living in a trailer, and it's kind of their their chance to get back in the good graces. The family is a musical family; they kind of do um, folk, real like a like Roma folk music, and they're and they're pretty successful. But they also have some uh, some side hustles that aren't quite as. Uh, legal as uh as as, no. as that okay. that's kind of the front so um yeah yeah it's it's a good show she's she's very um she's a really good actress uh, the the main character and um it's um it's a polish show and um there's folks from Czechoslovakia so it's got kind of that um the eastern european vibe and uh yeah it's cool and she she raps a fair amount in it and she's like she's pretty good and uh yeah i'm i'm thinking maybe like four episodes in but um i've okay. i've quite liked it you can tell you like it when you're like excited to be like, I'm gonna watch that show later, you know, like right. I'm like yeah. champing at the bit. So for sure, for sure. So you watching any good shows or reading any good books? Uh you know, I, I just started I just started the, the speaking of Netflix, the that new Beckham documentary. I've seen the first yes. two episodes. Oh, have you watched all of it yet or no? No, my, my buddy who's not a big soccer guy at all was like, Have you watched the Beckham one? And I was like kind of felt it, bad. like, no, I haven't seen it yet, but uh it's, it's I, I will be. It's good. It? Okay. I, I, I watched the first two. The first, the first two episodes are they're about an hour each. So it's about four hours total. Um, they're both very good and uh, really candid, actually, honestly. And I've not gotten to the 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 later part of his career, like the, so with the Dubai stuff. I heard, 
yeah. it doesn't end well because they don't really discuss that at all. So I'm, a, I'm like sort of pretty bummed by that. But uh, yeah. the first two episodes talking about like him growing up and then him, you know, with uh, um, the the red card and, and the Spice Girls and everything like that have been very, very good. So, um, yeah, I would, I would, I would check oh, that I'm, one out. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I saw the one clip that's been going was going around like Twitter and whatever, where yeah. um, the Rolls Royce grip. Posh Spice or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, I grew up in a working class family. And he goes, oh, what kind of car did your dad drive? She goes, what does that have to do anything? I was just, just answer it. What kind of car did your dad drive? Oh, that was good. Yeah. So, Rolls yeah, Rose. so I checked that yeah. out. And then um, I just, yeah, I just watched the today the, the first episode of the new the Loki season two, the Marvel show. Oh, cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. I was a big fan of the first episode, first season. The first episode was really good. I haven't watched the second one, which just dropped uh, earlier this week. So, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I... I don't know if I said the name of the show. The show is called Infamy on Netflix, if I oh, forgot yeah. to say the name, that's, by the way. Yeah, Infamy yeah. on Netflix. That probably helps be, if people know where to go. That'd be, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> not, not everybody can see our document, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. They don't all have access to the to the Google Doc. All right, so homework yeah. for this week. I got to find this episode of Veep. I think I think I saw Veep was streaming on something it, that I have. It's on, so that it's, was on H, it's on HBO Max. Okay, uh, I have was, HBO epi- Max. Nice. The episode is is absolutely amazing. Um, and I <laughs> very excited. I love. It. I've seen. I think I've of the newer t- uh, TV shows, like in the say shows that you know came out in the last say like ten years. I think I've watched Veep the most. Honestly, um, I yeah. I've watched. I watch. I just Veep is like my like I'm going to bed. I need something on the yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. So like, so it's like the Office into. or like yeah, yeah. like whatever. So yeah, yeah. Parks I, and I'm, Rec for me I'm, or like yeah. I'm pretty sure I've I'm pretty sure I've called my my you know wife in my sleep like just countless uh, of the you know, names nicknames for Jonah Ryan. Um, so uh, in my sleep. So anyways, yeah, check that out. That's that's a, that's good. And then this, I'll, is, this is this is the recap of the episode. While Selena and Gary recover from minor health crises, rumors circulate that she's being considered for a Supreme Court nomination. Jonah's inability to understand daylight savings time causes him problems at work, but it ultimately gives him a bill to champion. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So, all right, and then cool, yeah, man. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and watch the Machinist, and uh, we'll talk about it. So good. Yeah, I think I think you'd like a good mind bender. I think it, I think it'll I, be up your alley. I do. I yeah. you know the, I like Christian Bale, um, and I, I I always heard about the Machinist, but I've never actually watched it. So yeah, this is, and just this the pains great, so. he had to go through to do this role is it's impressive. Yeah. I mean, I've you heard, can like see yeah, like I've, every rib in his you know body and ugh, yeah, cool man. Well, maybe we'll wrap this one a little bit uh, early tonight since it's late. And um, yeah, have a a good week. And uh, we'll probably have some some Halloween stuff going on uh, next week. I think we got a Halloween church party next Saturday night and all that jazz. I got to go put some Halloween decorations up maybe (laughs) this week sometimes. Get some decent weather. Mine are all up, but uh, yeah. I hear are you? I hear oh, you. your head. Yeah. I got. I have the lights in the red and orange, like spooky lights. We got a, a couple of things out, but I think we can we can do better. All right, but all right, all bud. Right. Have a good week. And yeah, uh, sounds good. We'll, yeah, talk to you. Yeah, talk to you and, later. Uh, go loons. Fly, go loons. fly, loons, fly. <laughs> see, right. see ya. Yep. Peace. Bye.